Welcome to the Call to Serve podcast. An inside look at missionary service and its lifelong impact. Hello, good morning, everyone. Welcome back to the Call to Serve podcast. I'm Nathan, uh, the host, and um, it's a great day. You know, all days are great, but, uh, you know, just being able to live in the moment, remembering that, you know, hey, it's another day given to us from God. Um, not only that, but I got a great um great fellow with me by the name of Hilton Robertson. He's uh, from Olympia, Washington, and he is preparing to serve over in the Fort Collins, Colorado mission. Um, Hilton, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you. It's a great day to start as a great start to the morning um, being out here on this podcast. Yeah, it's great. It's great to, to hear from you. We're excited to to hear your story and just to, to learn, you know, learn from you and your wisdom that you've gained. Um, what, so, you know, the, the, my favorite question and the question that kind of is the, the fundamental portion of the podcast is really, you know, what led you to serve a mission, right? What's, what's your why essentially? Yeah. So, um, I guess growing up, I, um, since I've grown up in the church, I've always, heard stories of uh, people I didn't necessarily know, but the other people knew, my parents maybe knew about them going on a mission, coming back, you know, you learn about it in mm-hmm. primary and Sunday school growing up. And right. So I've always known what a mission was. And I've always known that it's kind of um, expected of the young men, the church as they grow up to leave on serve on a mission. But I think for me personally, when I decided to go on a mission was um, when I was a lot older, when I was, um, uh, after I joined the young men, when my family started having missionaries over to uh, serve them dinner, and they got to know me a lot more, and so I was able to talk with them and just really hear their stories and how interesting their lives were, and the reason that they were out. And then, um, as missionaries, you know, got transferred out, and new ones came in. Mm-hmm. They kind of passed my name down, so the new missionaries coming in would know who I am, and just hearing all of them and realizing you know the impact that they can make on people's lives in just one transfer in like just six weeks is incredible and I realized that I want to have that same chance to impact the lives of of the people who I could be out there serving in wherever in the world and just being able to bring the gospel to them is something that I I, like I said I realized that I really want to do and so that's when I decided you know I'm going to be like these guys and serve a mission that's so cool. That's so cool. Um, and I saw in your story the other day, I think you were, you just, you were just out with the missionaries, weren't you? I was. Yeah. Um, some of the missionaries, uh, in my ward, they invite me to go to splits. Nice. Um, so which is basically me going out with them. And so, yeah, um, one evening they invited me out, I got dressed up and we went around, um, trying to talk to some of the people that they have been having lessons with. That's cool. That's cool. I did that before my mission and it definitely helped, you know, just get mm-hmm. getting a feel for, you know, what it's like being in, you know, someone's home, whether they're, you know, yeah. an active member, you know, re- a recent convert or a returning member, right. Or, or even yeah. someone investigating the church. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just a, there's a special spirit about it. So that's so cool that you're able to do that. Yeah. Um, and you mentioned um, just while you were, you're sharing your, your experience, just that um, just the concept of, it's kind of, you know, expected of young men and it, and it definitely mm-hmm. is. Right. And I, I think for some people, it makes it harder to make that decision because like, Oh, like I have to yeah. go. Do you, do you feel like that affected anything, you know, for you at all? Did that have an influence at all? 
Um, I think for me, and I know I um for a lot of other people, it does make it hard for them. For me, it didn't necessarily make it harder. I think, um, I just, I guess I I knew it was expected, and I never really, I never really said no. I'm not going to do a mission because it's expected. It was just never. Um, up until uh, I was a young man, it was just never kind of something that I focused on and said to myself, I'm going to do, I'm going to go on a mission. Of course, I'm going to go on a mission. Um, it was just, like I say, it was just never in the forefront of my life until, um, until you know, we started having the missionaries over. Mm-hmm. So the expectation really, it didn't make it that much harder for me. It just didn't make it any more important. Right. Okay. Cool, cool. Yeah, I was just curious because I know for a lot of people, um, you know, that can kind of be a, a hindrance, I guess, in their decision, yeah. which is weird, you know, because I think in a lot of ways, that's just kind of a, a form of pride. And because, because for me, I, I recognize that in myself and I definitely know like, yeah, if you're going to force me to do something, I'm going to like go and do the opposite. Right. <laughs> exactly. So, and, and I think it's yeah. just in a way it's a form of pride. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, if you're, if you're planning on doing the dishes and then the next second your mom comes and asks you, can you do the dishes? And you're like, uh, you're, you're already going to plan to do it, but then it's like, no, cause you just asked me or cause you. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, well, I was going to, but like, I mean, now I don't want to do it yeah. as much. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So that's, yeah, it's interesting how that works, but, but yeah, I was just curious about that. Um, but that's really cool. I think there's a real power, you know, when, when we have the missionaries over in our homes, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, whether it's, you know, when I guess a, a power for, for the adults or the parents, right. But also, you know, for the kids, mm-hmm. you know, in your case, right. you definitely have experienced that. And that sounds like it played a big, a big role in your, your journey and preparing for a mission, mm-hmm. deciding to it go. Really did. So that's, that's super cool. And I, yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of good memories. And I know as a missionary, you know, you really appreciate it. Right. I mean, getting to be in mm-hmm. homes. So, yeah. Super cool. Um, you know, if there's someone listening to this podcast, that's a little bit, you know, wishy-washy, not really sure if they want to serve a mission, um, you know, what advice would you give them? Um, I think it's different for every person. Every person has different reasons, but I think the the best advice I could give them is, um, you know, just ask the Lord for, to help you find, find reasons in your life. Because if you just, because I think, for me, I think asking the Lord, just saying, you know, tell me if I'm going to go, tell me if I should go on a mission or not. It, it's, it's pretty straight. It's, it's super straightforward. And I think um, for me, like I said, I found reasons in my life. I wasn't exactly, I wasn't exactly praying for them, but when those missionaries came into my home, that, that's, they gave me a reason saying, I want to, I want to be like these guys. And so asking the Lord and uh, I just, I guess asking the Lord, you know, can help me to find, you know, the purpose and the reasons that I should, that I should be out here for these next two years serving a mission is something that the Lord, he he wants to give that to you. He wants you to find that reason, that purpose to be out there on that mission because he wants you to be out there. And so asking the Lord, just humbling yourself and asking the Lord in prayer, you know, find, help me find that purpose will really help you a long ways because like I said, the Lord wants you to be out there. Yeah, that's a great point. You know, because it's it's so true. I mean, you know, obviously he's called you, right? And mm-hmm. so, you know, he wants you to be there. You know, he wants his his kids to to come home, right? I mean, exactly. Moses, Moses one thirty nine, like his 
his purpose and his glory is in, you know, bringing to pass the immortality and eternal life of man. So that's, Mm -hmm. that's through that. And so I really like that you brought that up because I think, you know, a lot of times I feel like we underestimate the power of prayer. Yeah. And I know I take it for granted sometimes just the sense of like, I don't know, (laughs) just the fact that it's basically an open line of communication Mm -hmm. all the time with God. So just powerful. So thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, of course. Um, you know, it, uh, dur- during your your journey and your um, your experiences in preparing for a mission and um, deciding to serve a mission and all that, have there been any scripture stories or particular scriptures that have impacted you particularly, I guess, if there's any in- like specific? Um, I, see, I think, so I just started um, reading the book of Mormon uh, in preparation. I've read it through with my family before, but never um never on my own and never for myself so mm-hmm. i think so i haven't gotten the first and i'm about halfway through second nephi, second nephi cool. but i think um like so really the only story uh i could um i think work with for myself is the one with nephi lehi in the wilderness but i think that works just fine because you know you see two different sides of a coin in the same, same situation you know you have nephi and, and his brother sam you know out here with all these hard, th- all these hard things, having to leave behind the whole world that they knew, all their their friends back there, and their whole possessions to go into the wilderness because you know the Lord commands them. And then you have Laman and Lemuel who are in the same situation, the same boat, but it's their mindset that's different. You know, they they want, want to go back to the world that they left. They want to, you know, not listen to Nephi, listen to their father, and that's really powerful because it for a mission, it's it's fairly similar you're leaving behind um you know the world that that you knew and the only thing you're holding on to as you leave into the mission is what you've learned in the church and you know it's about about that mindset you know you've got to be like layman and lemuel with you know not wanting to listen not wanting to do the things that's required of being a missionary not wanting to um do those things with a real intent or you'd be like nephi and sam where you're you're holding you're listening to the words that are spoken by the mission president or the people in your church you're listening you're trying to do what you can to you know, help other people and so i think that story um, in particular it's like i said it's it's the first one it's fairly basic but it's really powerful and it really applies to me going on this mission that's really cool and i think you bring you bring up a point that's that i think is really profound especially like you were saying for missionaries right um I mean, cause it really is just about the mindset, you know, and I remember mm-hmm. sometimes on, on, when I was serving a mission, I, you know, sometimes I was, you know, I had the layman and Lemuel mindset. Right. And sometimes I had the Sam mindset kind of just, you know, doing good, but not like super mm-hmm. crazy valiant, like Nephi. Right. right. But, and then sometimes I was like Nephi, you know, you just, you just try, you know, if you're not perfect, you're not going to be perfect. You can't expect yourself to be, but mm-hmm. just the fact yeah. that, you know, you, you can, do something every day to become more like, you know, more to have the mindset exactly. of Nephi, right. To have the mindset right. of Captain Moroni or, you know, whoever else. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really cool that you bring that up because it, it really is about mindset. You know, I mean, that's it really is. Yeah. You think about faith in Christ, you know, having the faith to find, you know, I remember being on the mission and, you know, some days were just super hard because you're like, man, we haven't, you know, we're kind of in a little bit of a rut, so to speak. We haven't really mm-hmm. you know, found someone to teach in a little while. And like, we really want to, but we just got to, you know, we got to find the faith 
You know what I mean? Right. And mm-hmm. I think, I think it really is a lot of it comes down to mindset. So mm-hmm. I like, yeah. like you bring that up and that's an amazing story. And there's so many different lessons that can be gleaned yeah. from that. Totally. So thank you so much. Um, Hilton, any final thoughts before we sign off? Um, I think, I think one thing that I would like to say for people listening, going on a mission is it's definitely hard. You know, you start the papers and all that. And people say, you know, the the papers are going to be long and difficult. And sometimes they are, usually they are. Um, but once you get those papers in, uh, I just want to let them know that once you get those papers in, or once you get, get that call, life isn't, it's not just going to be all of a sudden handy dandy. The the devil and saying they're still gonna they're still gonna try to put obstacles in your path, and I think from and it can it can really be anything for like for myself when after I got those mission papers in, there was there was still so many things I had to work on, and the I think the biggest uh, deterrent for me going on this mission uh, it was actually my friends um, because I I get attached to people fairly easily. And so having, and I recently met a lot of great friends. I'm recently actually met a really great, a really great daughter of God recently. And so for me, uh, having to realize I'm going to have to leave them behind for the next two years after I just met them, it it, it was always something very hard. So, Mm -hmm. but it's something you have to learn to work around. So I just want to let them know that, you know, once you get those, once you make, take the steps towards getting on a mission, you still have to work on your work on yourself stuff to work on your faith and do what you can to keep that as high as you can because there'll still be obstacles in your path in any shape or form so true so true and thank you so much for bringing that up and for sharing that hilton um and mm-hmm. honestly thank you so much for being on the podcast it's been a pleasure just getting to learn hear your experiences and um, no doubt it's it's inspired people and will continue to inspire people as they listen to this so uh, again, of big thank you. You're going to be a great missionary over in the Fort Collins, Colorado mission. Have a great mission. Thank you. Of course. Thank you. If you or someone you know is preparing for or currently serving a mission, check out the Called to Serve Mission Journals using the description below. They are specific to each mission and are based on the state or national flag. They've got a nice clean look. And Elder Richard G. Scott once said, quote, Write down in a secure place the important things you learn from the Spirit. You will find that as you write down precious impressions, often more will come. Also, the knowledge you gain will be available throughout your life. Close quote. The official Call to Serve mission journals are now live and available for purchase. We now have all the Australia, Mexico, and most of the United States missions live, available now. If you have trouble finding the mission you're looking for, please send us an email at called to serve podcast at gmail.com. Tap the link in the description below to pick up your journal today.